Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Kegels and Kids, and I'm your host Deidre Barksdale Garcia, and I'm here with my husband. Hi, how are you? It's my husband Chris, and it's been a minute since we've done a podcast. Like we recorded a new episode. Yeah, you were down for the count. Oh my god, that was worse. Like yeah. down with the flu. I had it first, and then. I was slowly recovering on Sunday, and then you crawled into bed saying that you were down. Yep. So the kids were kind of on their own. <laughs> the inmates were running the asylum for a minute. They were. But we're back now. Everybody's feeling better, and you're yeah. on the mend. A little bit of a cough still, but feeling much better. Yeah, so happy for the holidays coming up. And I'm excited. We had our holiday party last night, which was nice and fun, and everybody had a good time. It's my so, favorite time of year. Absolutely. So... I like to go We're overboard. Just ready for this last week until Christmas, and then yeah, and then New Year, and then the New Year. We're are excited you, for are that. Are you going to do all your tags on Instagram? New Year, new me. Is that what I need to do? Is that the rule? <laughs> I will do whatever you need me to do. No, baby. I get really irritated when people say near New Year, new no, me because no, I won't be doing that. You need to be like the same you because that shit gets on my nerves. Just be you, be cool, don't be a fucking asshole. Happy New Year. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> you don't think people having aspirations to start something new is genuine? or do you No, think because it's... I think especially when you say it at the new year, it falls to the wayside like everything else. Like by like the end of January, you're done working yeah, out. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exercise every single day. I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm, That's just you know, stupid. Right? But those well, The are drinking part is just stupid. <laughs> But it, but it's like the same thing, and then you're three weeks into the new year, and people resort back to the same old behavior. So when people say "New Year, New Me," it's like, okay, so you're acknowledging that you were a complete dick in the last year, and now what is the hope for you to be cool in the new year? Just be cool all the fucking year, gotcha. all the time, and then we don't have to worry. Why, about why it. wait till the new year to start making changes? Exactly. Is that what they're, we're trying to say? You know what? New you do. New year, new you in June. There you go. <laughs> just don't be a dick. It's, it's like Christmas in July. Right. Now it's New Year, New yeah. Year, New Year in July. Yeah, just don't be a dick. It's not hard. Anyway, that's not what I wanted no, to talk about. We, that's not what we want to talk so about. So I read this article when I was sick and, and just <laughs> posted up in the bed for 72 hours um, that talks about happy couples. And I thought, well, goddammit, we're a happy couple. So let's talk. Let's see if this list. Like, matches what I think makes us happy. Oh, goddammit, let's do it. Are you excited? I'm, I'm ready. Okay, so the article is entitled, Eight Things That Happy... Ha, eight, I can't even read it. I can't even read it. Eight Things The Happiest Couples Do Before Bed. The happiest couples. The happiest couples. Would you like Not to Not just see? happy couples, no, but the no, happiest. the fucking happiest. No, okay. Okay? All right, you ready? Let's do it. Okay, so number one. They exchange I love yous. Before they go to bed. Well, it says, despite all the hassles of the day, the quirks and annoyances you experience from one another and ominous feelings about the day ahead, make the effort to let your partner know they are loved. And rather than just heave it out with your last sigh of the night, say it like you feel it. That's what it says. Okay. But I do feel like we say I love you before we go to bed, but we also say it throughout the day. Right. So I don't feel like that's, so, I don't know. So the only time that we don't say it is when we're fighting. Yeah. When we're, when we're like, if 
you make me mad. Or, yeah, if you ever, You do something wrong. If I do, if I fuck up somewhere <laughs> during the course of the day, and you go to bed way before I do. Yes. Yeah, that would, and you don't, you just turn over and go to bed, so. Yeah. Yeah, but most of the time, I would say we try to say it. I think so we're I think good that's, about that's it. a valid, I think that's a valid number one. Okay. All right. Cool. I concur. Great. Okay, on the same page. Baby, God. we're getting happy. There you go. We're on the happy we're, we're meter. Happiest right. soon. <laughs> now, this one I think is really unrealistic, okay? It says, number two, they go to bed at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the cough. There's the cough. All right. But that's, that's a funny cough because that's not that's Well, do not you want me to read it to you or no? At the bed at the same time. That's what it says. It says, too many couples go to bed at different times, leading disconnected lives in the evening after already having been apart all day. Happy couples, however, are intentional about coming back together at bedtime and reconnecting, if only for a few minutes of brushing teeth and getting under the covers. Going to bed together builds connection and provides opportunity for more intimate connecting. So I disagree with this because you and I have always been on two separate schedules at night. But I think I get what they're saying. So they're okay. saying so we fall asleep at different times. Yeah. So that that's that's a I think there's a distinction here. Okay, so, explain. So they're saying get prepared to go to bed, lie in bed together. Mhm. And then I think that's what they're saying like you know, you're not like Use that like, time. like somebody's not downstairs watching TV. I gotcha. And the other person's already like brushing their teeth and already in bed. Okay. But we do so we do that. We pretty much get together, get to in the bed at the same time. Yeah. But you fall asleep first. Right. And we're like in a we're like in a situation where it's a really fucked up night of sleep if I fall asleep first because then you can't fall asleep. I can't. I'm and up. it's weird because I then I don't sleep necessarily well, but if it's very hard for me to fall asleep first because you usually are the one to fall asleep and then yeah. i go to sleep later we've got ourselves into like a yeah. little routine with that and so i get I, actually really irritated when you go to sleep before i go to sleep i don't try to go to sleep i know but i, I want to wake you up but then i don't want to be such a bitch that i'm like get up so i can go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be kind of a dick move is it yeah a little bit i don't know i kind of felt like doing that the other night all right now this one i i do agree when possible it says they unplug their phones and other de- devices so we live in a wired world. This one is long. I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing, but it basically says you make a rule, no phones past 9 p.m. or no phones in the bed. So so we probably could do some more of that. I so, agree. I agree. Like right now, we both pretty much, and it, it's kind of the way of life, I think. A lot of a lot of people are attached to their phones. And yeah. It's so easy and convenient to use and look up stuff on Facebook or Instagram or yeah. whatever. So, well, I was thinking earlier this evening, I do everything on my phone. Yeah. I check my emails, I send emails, bills. I pay bills. I, I I, literally can't think of a single thing that I can't do on my phone. So I feel like I always have my phone in my hand. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it's probably a good rule to put the phone away. So I do find myself sometimes when I realize that I've had my phone in my hand all day, I do actually charge it across the room. So it's not next to me. It's not right. so convenient for me to like just turn over and have it on the nightstand. Right. So I think that's probably a good rule. We might we might need to unplug. unplug. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's it's hard. I think that's a that would probably be something for us to try in the new year. New you, new, <gasps> new me, or new whatever. year, new, new rules. There you go. Okay. Whatever you want to call it. So I think that's Super I think that's critical. a valid I think that's a valid point. And okay. I think if we un- unhook and unconnect. From the phones. It could for, only be a good thing. Yeah. I, don't, I can't see how it would be hard. 
No. I think that would be hard. Like, I can't see how it would be hurtful to do that. No, I think it could only be beneficial. Yeah, right. I would agree. All right, we're going to try it. Okay. Okay. Um, they prioritize getting a good <laughs> night's sleep. It says, although this isn't very romantic beyond the usual advice, i.e. kiss goodnight, have sex, and say I love you, getting a good night's sleep fosters good mental health, which in turn makes people more emotionally available during the day. If sleep is hard to come by, get professional advice to develop good sleep habits. So I will say I'm a horrible sleeper. I am notoriously a horrible sleeper. Except I fall, you know what the problem is? I have no problem falling asleep. My issue is staying asleep. Right. So I'm always tired because I get up so many times during the night. And you're, of course, living your best life. Oh, I'm life the opposite because snoring. I, I'm the opposite because it takes me longer to go to sleep than you. I don't fall asleep right away. Like you can fall asleep. You can turn over and like within yeah. two minutes you're asleep. Yep. And I toss and turn and typically it takes me a while to go to sleep. But then when I go to sleep, I'm pretty much. You're out asleep unless you know you wake me up or or you know something else happens so yeah i think it's it's whatever we can do and i think we were at a, we were in a better spot maybe you were in a better spot like when we were during the summer probably doing more active and yeah doing more things so working out more yeah. i think that got us where we were probably it was easier for me to fall asleep and it was easier for you to stay asleep longer because we were tired we were because we were tired yeah right so i think in this in the winter for us we're not as active as we probably no because it's be, cold outside nobody wants cold. to be bothered no. we, we, we also want... have a treadmill in the house that we oh i forgot about be, that thing yeah. okay the thing that we spend uh, <laughs> the thing that we spend money on to try to exercise more i'll use it this week there you go you know what we'll do let's make a pledge this week we each get on it all like for the full week like what? Thirty minutes every a day? single day. Twenty minutes. 30 Let's minutes do thirty minutes okay. a day. You do, you in? And I, and I I think if we get back into doing that, yeah. Because we it know it takes three weeks for something to become a habit. Did you yeah. know that? No. Yeah. Who said that? People on the street. It's the word on the street. All right. Okay. Here's the next one. You ready? And I like this one, but I think we already do this. It yeah. says, they take a few minutes to practice gratitude. So basically what this one is saying that you take a few minutes in the evening before you go to bed just to tell each other how thankful you are for your relationship and for one another and any contributions that either of you have made throughout the day just to be a, just for the relationship to be better. No, which, that's, that's good. Which sounds good in theory, but I'm not going to be like... I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be like, I'm so grateful for you, baby. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I think we, but I think we, we do it enough throughout the day. Yeah. I think more so now. Yeah. Than we probably did in the past because it's kind of us against the world and us against our, it's almost like us against our kids. So like. I know. So we have to like. Our team has to be strong. We have, we have to pat each other on the back. Right. And yeah. I think to tell you, Hey, I appreciate you you know, doing the laundry. I appreciate you. You know, taking out the trash. Like, I think you've done that before. Right. And I've, you know, come along and said that. So I think yeah. those things happen throughout the day. I like the idea of maybe saying a couple things at nighttime as well. And I think we do when it's appropriate. Like Yeah. Like I know, did the but, other night with you. Yeah. I just told you, you how did. I appreciated that you've been doing so well and being so patient with everyone. And I really felt like you've been in my corner lately. And yeah. that means so much to me. I'm always in your corner. Well, I know you're always in my corner. And I appreciate that. But... Yeah, I think the thing, too, is just it's nice to be recognized um, for your efforts by your teammate, you know, by just saying you're doing a good job and you're carrying your weight. And I see it and I recognize it in you. And I think that 
just it's just nice to be you know a little little positive reinforcement sometimes because we're so quick I, to tell each other when we're not doing what we feel like the other person should yeah. do when we feel like we're doing more and the other person isn't carrying their weight we're quick to tell each other that yeah. so like when I, I tell you you put the toilet paper on the wrong way or when I tell you that you don't scrub out a shower, empty the trash, yeah. vacuum the floor, but, uh, mop, you didn't um, need to go wipe the whole down detail. the counters. Oh, no, I thought we were just throwing out oh, examples. Well, I, I did one example. I didn't even, like. Oh, I thought we were just going to keep going. No, that's oh, not. No? That's you thought wrong. So oh, that's, okay. So that's some feedback I'm going to give you that only when we're doing examples, you want mm-hmm. examples sufficient, not multiple examples. I just like to make sure I have a strong case. Oh, so I, I didn't know we were going to court. So. No, no, boo-boo. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But my point, so I think. I think if you're going to show the gratitude, I think it's got to be sincere, yeah, heartfelt, and it can't be something mundane. It can't be like just a normal everyday no, I stuff. Object. I think... We're going to court because I'm going to tell you. <laughs> no, I think the mundane sometimes because I think it's overlooked. It's great when so you say to someone, you know, you're amazing. You walked on the moon. That's fabulous. That's great. But sometimes you just say, hey, babe, thanks for grabbing my coffee cup and washing that out. I really appreciate that. Right, but I should say that during the day. I shouldn't save it all up until right before we go to bed. Because it's talking about yeah. stuff you do before you go to bed. I know. So I, I, re- I know what the title is. I don't know what the title is, but I'm saying, like, if I'm just going to tell you something like that about, hey, thanks for cleaning out something or doing something, I should tell you, like, right after I see you do it and not say, well, not oh, babe, I saw you that. earlier today at lunchtime <laughs> clean out my coffee cup. Thanks for doing that. But I appreciate it. not everybody does that. So maybe this uh, is, like, baby steps. For other couples to become the happiest couples. Okay. Because we're fucking happy. We are happy. Okay, that's why. We're going to get to be the happiest. This though. is, okay, this is this is what we're doing. Okay, now, you ready for the I'm next one? I'm ready for the next one. Let's okay. go. Okay, they don't try to settle arguments that aren't easily resolvable. So it's basically yeah, saying you don't start like a heavy subject before you go to bed because you uh, know. We've you... had that before and that's not yeah. good. So no, I'm, we did. We learned our lesson. I, with that. I 100% agree with that one. So yeah. sometimes you just got to sleep on it if it's that bad. And you guys are just like totally opposite opinions, yeah, and it's a you big don't subject. Cash it out before now. You don't want to. You don't want to start an argument that, you, and then that's just going to lead you new, lead to somebody probably not sleeping well to begin with. Or sleeping in the guest room. Sleeping in the guest room or on the couch. Or you get the wall. Yes, the infamous, <laughs> the infamous great wall of pillows that get put between us. That's why we have so many pillows on our bed. Because sometimes <laughs> I just don't want to go downstairs. <laughs> I just put up a wall of fucking pillows. Yeah. And then you go. It's like you fucking for real. Yeah, and and I think. What you think? What baby? Finish your thought. I think you could see it from outer space. It's so goddamn big. Like, Christopher, it's that bad. You know what? Don't make me construct a wall. Do the right thing. Make good choices. Moving on. I'm, I'm sure other people out there have walls too. <laughs> I'm sure you know, they that, do. They, that, that the wife tends to throw up. You at know any what? Time. And if they don't, they will now. They will. So you're welcome. So buy the huge body pillows and use that's that shit right. as a wall. Because that's what up. happens. That's right. And don't come over my wall. Don't come over my. That I, is I, the wall. That is the only wall I can get behind. How's that? Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, the next one is they set aside time to chat about the day and open up about their feelings. And so this one is basically saying. Set aside 15 to 30 minutes to unwind and lean into your relationship by showing support by just sitting there and listening and try to find out what's going on in your partner's day throughout the, you know, through what's happening in your partner's right. life throughout the day kind of thing. And they're saying that your partner tends to be more appreciative of that when you take the time. Yeah. So, but I think if you're plugged in, 
to each other. I feel like this list is for couples who aren't plugged in. Well, and I think, so we have a luxury where we work from home. Yeah. So we're with each other all the time. So I think yeah. for that particular one. So I literally one, look across the yeah, desk and so see your face. I think for that particular one, it's probably the one where the, you know, somebody's works in an office or mm-hmm. they, both both spouses work in the office and they see each other in the morning yeah. for about an hour and then they see each other at night for about three hours before they go to bed or four mm-hmm. hours and then so yeah I think that's that that applies it, it applies to any, everybody but I think you know it, it's a little bit different situation for us yeah. just because we we're with each other pretty much all, all the time. day long yeah. From the time we wake up until yeah. the time so it's we not go like to I, bed. It's not like together. I'm asking you questions about how was your day at work because I can see if how you If you did, it would piss me off. Yeah. That would be, that would get on my nerves because so. then you would be unplugged because if you can't look across the desk yeah. and, see that, and see ask me how I'm doing, yeah. then we have a problem. All right. This one I think is interesting. You ready? Sure. Number eight. This is the, so last, the last one. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says they keep the kids out of the bedroom and it says your bedroom should be a sanctuary for the two of you. Although nightmares and illness illnesses might trigger children to climb into bed with you in general, if intimacy and connection is your goal, encourage children to stay in their own rooms. Couples need privacy and boundaries to stay connected. So I would agree because our kids huh. don't sleep. In. So we did. So we, okay. So we learned our lesson. Right. Because when Roman was born, our firstborn, he actually slept in the bed with us for a, a very long time. I see. Yeah. That <laughs> As was, you frown. That was awesome, by the way. So I totally was against that and I was overruled and we had a little baby sleep in between well, that us. that was hard because I in was our, in our queen mom. size bed. Between the two of us, we had this little baby, and I felt like I would turn over and crush him in a heartbeat. Okay. The, the worst, I'm sleeping on the edge of the bed, so it was fine. it was horrible. You were fine. We all made it out, okay? Mm-hmm. But the point, the reason we did that, the reason we co-slept is because as a new mom, and I went back to work, I felt like I wasn't spending enough time with him, and that was literally like to be able to hold him in my arms, and just to get, I felt connected to him. Mm-hmm. And so that's why. But of course, by the time our daughter came along, then I was okay. Like she, because I did feel like at that point, and she didn't want to sleep with us anyway. Remember, she didn't no, want I, to be I, cuddled I mean, to we, go and to we sleep. Had, and we had started hard. Like she, I think she was in the bassinet by the bed for a little bit, yep. and then she we moved her pretty much straight into her crib. Yep. So you know, she's been, and we. I mean, we had a whole conversation previously on moving her out of her crib into her. Big girl bed and, and we now shared it and on Instagram. Right, right. And we talked so, about it on the last podcast. Right. So I, I think that we know the, the downfalls of trying to co sleep or, or have to, and and thankfully, you know, like, knock on wood, nobody's been so sick that we've had to do that. I think if we end up in a situation where a, where either Roman or Sergoni were sick, we would one of us would go sleep in their room with them. Well, both of our kids have couches in right. their room, so right. And so there's there's ways that we could make that work. So yeah, I would agree. I think that's if you are in a relationship and you're have any tor- any sort of chemistry with your spouse, where you're, you know, and I get how hard it is, especially after a newborn, right? The, mm-hmm. You know, typically, mommy's not feeling very well. She's you know she's her body's gone through. A whole experience, traumatic. right? Yeah, traumatic experience. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, there's another way to describe it, whether you had a C-section or whether it was a vaginal birth. I think it's, you know, you've got to find time. But I think eventually, at some point, you've got to get the kids out of the bedroom. 
I think it's, a, I think it's critical space. for the relationship to do it. Right? Yeah, you so have to you, have, have space as a couple that is dedicated solely to the two of you, even if they creep in while you're having sex <laughs> and freak you the fuck out because they stand on the side of the bed, as we experienced this morning. But I think that it's important to... <laughs> I feel like it's important to have a space that's yours. And so we work really right. hard on that. And, and I, you know, it's, sometimes it's easier said than done. Because we, you know, this tends to be, our room ends up being the hub right. a lot of times because our kids are like, you know, we put pajamas on in here and we all kind of get dressed at well, the they, same And they time. do the, and we, I mean, we do the bath in here, which is probably why they feel more. They like the big tub. Yeah, they like the big tub. So they, they you know, like our Sigourney, she wants to take her bath in here. She's never taken the bath in the, in the regular bathroom, no. right? So that's that Roman and her share, so... She doesn't even go potty in there. She goes potty in our bathroom. Yeah. So, so our room becomes yeah, our the room's hub. kind of the hub. But that's until everybody goes to bed, and then after that, I mean, everybody they go to bed at a certain time, and yep. at that point, it's our room. So we do. We have a pretty strict bedtime so. in our house, and once everybody's down, that time is for you and yeah. I to to watch a movie or catch up on a show or you know whatever do the podcast. case. We'll do a podcast. Um, so that you know, so I would say based on this list. We're a pretty fucking happy couple. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah? Yes, baby. You feel happy? God damn it, I feel happy. You feel like you're living your best fucking life? I'm, I'm new year, new oh, you. Oh, Jesus. I'm new sorry. year, new me. I'm sorry I said that. Is that what I said? I, that's the newest thing. I'm going to hashtag the shit out of that. You guys stop saying that. <laughs> you, you aiming for something new? I, I think that we're, we see a lot of things on that list that we find value in, and I agree yeah. with a lot of those points. I think we are working to become happier in our relationship and will we ever be the happiest couple? I mean, that's who's this, who, the, who's going to judge that? I think we have periods that? where we're a very happy right. couple and I think we have periods where we're very stable and I think that we aim for a realistic view of being happy. Right. I think that's what it is. Right. I don't expect fairy tales, but I expect stability yep. and I expect us to be able to trust each other and to rely on one another. And, you know, I know more than anything that you are always protecting my heart and you're always sweet and thinking of me first. And I'm always thinking of you. And so I think that's what makes you a happy couple. At the end of the day, I think if you're making one another a priority, everything else falls into place. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. So, but I, I like the, I like the, the eight items. I mean, I think, there's a lot of value and if you're not having those conversations with your spouse to right. have those conversations and say, Hey, you know, does this make sense? What are we doing? What can we be doing when it's our alone time mm-hmm. when the kids are asleep to further our relationship? And it's not just about sex. It's not just about no. intimacy, but it's, it's more talking about, it's more about communication, which we've always talked about as a key. Mm-hmm. How do you communicate more effectively with your spouse tell them what you want out of the relationship and make sure that they understand your wants and desires. Yep. And that they are on the same page as you are when it comes to, you know, making sure that you, you're striving for the same thing. Well, I think it all has a trickle-down effect. Yep. And I think that you don't have to do all eight things immediately. No. I think that you can make a goal to say, hey, we're going to try to do, you know, a, a, a 15 minutes of gratitude with each other. Right. 15 minutes might be a little long to be sitting there talking about how much mm-hmm. I love you and why. I could do two minutes of gratitude before, like a minute and 30. 
before we go to bed. For like 45 seconds. 45 seconds. 45 seconds seems reasonable for us of why I love you and how thankful I am you're in my life. I feel like 15 well, I mean, minutes might be too much. I might get on my nerves. We're just going to start stroking each other's ego about how we appreciate each other. There's no, like I said, it, you can't just, it's got to be sincere. Right. Right. It can't just be. Um, I love you because. Right. It's got to be real. So, let me count the ways. Yeah. So I, I think we, we acknowledge that, that. It's not just some routine thing you say. There's no real meaning behind it. Right. That loses all of its value. Yeah. So, you can't be robotic. Yeah. You get it. Robotic, yep. You, can't, you like that? I do like that. You ready? You ready for the Christmas holiday? I am absolutely ready for it. So we are over being sick. We yeah. are. I mean, it was bad. We were out for two weeks. It was horrible. And then we didn't I didn't even have sex. No, we, we went like two, it was bad. And that's unusual for us. So yeah. Cause we usually don't go more than three days. Right. And it was, I mean, I had, I had, we got sick. I had to travel, came back, got even more sick. Had couldn't get that stupid cough. Couldn't get rid of this cough. Away. I didn't want you coughing on me while no, we were having no, sex. That's, Might take me out of the mood a little bit. You want to cough on it? Or cough on it anytime you want me to. Cough on my cookie. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so my point was now that Christmas holiday is coming up and we're excited to to be able to do some fun stuff with the kids. And it was funny because I actually had someone ask me the other night when we were doing the party whether or not like how we how we celebrate the holiday with the kids, especially since our kids are getting older. Right. And I was telling them that we don't do so many toys anymore for Roman because he's older. He's right. nine going on ten. He's kind of gotten over the toy thing. He doesn't play with him like he used to. So we do more experiences with him, which I thought were, you know, I think it's more valuable. I would agree. I like that we've been doing that lately with him because I think it's more important to make memories and just give him materialistic things. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I think he's at the point where he wants to he wants to do experiences, I think. Mm-hmm. So we had done, we've talked about like doing the ski school stuff and the, or the snowboarding, the snowboarding camp. Not, not ski school, snowboarding camp, excuse me. So we talked about that. I mean, it's more about like taking them to go, taking them to go see some shows that I think mm-hmm. he would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think we all agree on that part. And yeah. I mean, you know, Sigourney with her being four, she just turned four. So She's still into that toy boat that she points out every little goddamn toy that she ever sees on I TV. That I want that. I want that. buy that. Are you going to buy that? Yeah. It's exhausting. So I think we'll eventually we'll get to her with the, the experience as well. So we understand there's there are different ages, different interests. And um, I mean, I think we have an idea of what we want to get them mm-hmm. for Christmas um, mm-hmm. and how it's going to be. A, it's going to be really different. Sigourney's going to probably get more toys and Roman's probably going to get more things that he can use to better his life and better his experiences. Yeah. So we know that. I think it's, I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun Christmas. Sigourney's super hyped about it. So she was really looking forward to like the holiday party we had and Mm -hmm. happy to see her friends come over and they were able to like do cookies and decorate. And so we had like set up a a cookie decorating station for all the kids and they all had a fun doing it. And so the parents drank, all the kids decorated cookies and played. So it was, it was good. It was nice. It was fun. And it was good that she's like getting into the, she understands what Christmas is. Yeah. And 
it makes it exciting. It was a lot. It's a lot different this year than it was in the last Previous like, two year, she's years. Previously, starting to recognize what the holiday so. is and all that, which is fun. Yeah. But I like. <laughs> you got me coughing now. You know what I like though? I think I like. You want to cough on it? Do you want me to cough on it? You want to cough on it? I'll do it. I know you would. Is that like a fetish? That's probably a fetish. <laughs> That's probably for somebody's fetish. You think so? People do know. everything these days. I saw a thing where people are dressing up as dogs, like full out costumes. As dogs, like walking on all fours, craziness. You know what? Like, what, what? Yeah, I, I mean, it takes different strokes to rule the world. You but... can't come in here with a dog collar. I'll tell you, get the fuck out of here. That's not. That's not sexy. I'll be a pit bull. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Oh my god, not cute. No. I can't come in here dressed like a yeah, pit bull. That's crazy. Mm. No, I'm not interested in that. If you want to come in here with like, you know. New Gucci handbag. That's my fetish. Is Gucci. Yeah. How is that? <laughs> is it as the time goes off? How is that a fetish? Me walking in with a new bag for you, that's gonna get you turned on? Very. You know what? Let's try it and see. How's that? How's that? Well your birthday's right around the corner, my, right? It's not too far. It's not. It's not far at all. Baby, I'm excited for the holidays. I am too. And now that we're back to the on the road of recovery, we can record our podcast more regularly. Yes. And um, so I think it's always fun. And we we love to find interesting articles and topics to discuss and just kind of give our perspective on it, on things. Because we're always curious, like how couples manage just the day-to-day <laughs> stuff. Like how do you maintain being a, a successful couple? You know, when you have kids and busy lives and it's just all the craziness, you know? Oh, I, I absolutely, I think it's for us, the doing this and having these conversations, it's something that I look forward to. I'm sad that we didn't go to, we, that we went two weeks without doing it because yeah. we tried to do it. We were going to do it earlier It would have been last a full episode it, of both of us coughing. Yeah, it was bad. It would have been bad. We didn't <laughs> want anybody to hear that, so... We apologize. We had to wait for an extra week or so before we actually felt good enough to do it. Yeah. And then. But we're back yeah, now. Yeah, we're back. So we'll probably, you know, try to do another one maybe right before Christmas, right? Yeah, so that Christmas would be fun. is right around the corner. Yeah, we'd enjoy that. And it's I a, week, like it's a week away. If you think about it, it's a week away. Eight days, right? Yeah, so. It's right around the corner. What's the eight days of Christmas? Well, seven days of Christmas. Okay. Um. So anyway. What do they give you? What do you wait, out of 12 days of Christmas, what's, the, what's on day eight? I don't know, sweetheart. I mean, a Gucci bag. That's not a Gucci bag. That is not <laughs> official. That's the first I'll give you, I'll, I listen to. Five days before, I'll give you five golden rings. How about that? Okay. Is that, that, that going to get you excited? Yeah, it would, actually. Five golden rings? Yes, baby. Okay. Oh, good job. Well, I'm going to take, take a piece of paper, cut um, out five rings, I and I'm going to color them in gold. That. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were with a gold crayon knowing you. There I, you knew, go. I knew you were going to say that. Anyway... Christopher, mm-hmm. I think that it's, it's, it's all about the thought, maybe not the material items. Okay, are you all done? Yeah. I don't know. Gucci bag, are we done? We're finished. The Twelve days of Christmas, Gucci bag. We are finished. Okay. So we're gonna call this one a wrap. Yes. And thank everyone for joining us on this episode of Kegels and Kids. And be sure to reach out to us on Instagram at Deidre Barksdale. We love answering questions. Or if you have questions for us, maybe we'll do a question and answer. There you go. Well, maybe we'll let everybody ask us any question that they want. And we'll, we'll spend an episode answering questions. 
would think, be fun. I, I think, think we'll good. do that. Yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. So we'll put it out there. Please, if you're listening on iTunes, rate, review us, subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. And because uh, we're back and now we're going to be back regularly. Yes, we will. It'll be a lot of fun. So thank you for joining us again on Kegels and Kids. <laughs>